What's up, One Leg Faders? Today's topics are, we're trying out Dirtbag for his internship. Mooney's Correction Corner, we'll revisit Dirtbag's interview questions. Our sports page, Redheaded Jesus is coming to play the Cowboys. The NBA Finals, is LeBron overrated? The Dirtbag Chronicles, make me a sandwich. And our top three, bottom three country flags. But first, a quick sponsor spot from Anchor.fm. Hey, Dallas Maverick nerds. It's time for the podcast that you didn't ask for. This is One Leg Faded with your hosts, Munoz and Toronto. You guys sound like a law firm. This is so stupid. Just record what you're supposed to record. Come on. And you can take that with you. All right. Hola, One Leg Faders. I hope everyone is doing well out there. But before I start, I just want to ask all the listeners out there a quick question. Do you want to ride in the backseat of a caddy and chop it up with Mooneypedia? They don't. Oh, that's some old school. You know that old school, late 90s gangster stuff, Ken Solo? Yeah, I remember that other one that you used to sing. What was it called? They call me Dejan Double No Deuce Pogue. Like, I got the mind like, like, I don't even know the words. I used to sing it like constantly. Yeah, and I used to go EBK all day to the day I die. And every time I said that, someone hit me in the arm. Oh, man. <laughs> me and my boy, uh, A-Rod, uh, shout out to Alex. We were sending each other like late 90s gangster rap uh, through Apple Music. And basically, he has Apple Music, I have Apple Music. And so we're just sending it back and forth. And man, there was there was a whole bunch of them. Do you remember this one? Do you want to ride with me? Do you want to smoke my trees? Baby, we'll take my Jeep. I'm a Pope P-I-M-P. <laughs> yeah, I remember that one. <laughs> That's another do or die one, man. I, was, I love that one. Let me, so let me see if you can get some of these we were talking about. So have you ever heard of uh, Spice One? Yes. Yes, remember that? 187 Proof. Yes. And then you ever had a, uh, I know you've heard of this one, Twista? Yeah, of course, Twista. Yeah. Play with my emotion. <laughs> <laughs> He's rap. I think he, he set a record for the fastest uh, flow ever. I think he was in the Guinness book of world records that's how fast that guy rapped yeah man i love that guy. yeah and then uh i know you know this one mc8 from a minister society yeah i remember that one do you remember that one uh bone thugs and harmony song that we used to sing to john din and he used to get mad at us we go <laughs> it was like the third it was like the third track on the uh on the album and he goes smoking get full smoking jack full to practice if you have to too and he's like and he punched like right in the arm stop singing that song <laughs> I remember that. We'd, and we'd say it right in his ear, too, all the time. Oh, man. He hated that. And then I uh, remember uh, Goody Mob? Yeah. Who's that peeping through my window? Blah. Nobody knows. And then uh, I got a couple more. MC Breed? Of course. I used to jam MC Breed. I have that I have that, that song burned into my brain. I played it so many times in my, uh, in my little black truck that I used to have. With that. Yeah. But it was a cassette. That was before even CD players were in trucks. It was a cassette player. And uh, man, I think everybody in the entire school was jamming that song at the same time. Yeah, ain't no preacher in my front. And the last one was DJ Quick. Yeah, DJ, DJ Quick, Quick was probably you. the second or third tape I ever had. And I must have played yeah. it. I played it so much that eventually the tape just melted. I played it so many damn times. It was uh, that one. And uh, the other one that I played a lot was the first NWA when they were all still like in the band together, when they all are still in the group before Ice Cube left. Oh, yeah. Oh, I played that yeah. thing like crazy. Yeah, so did I. All those bone thugs, all these, man. These old school. So I've downloaded this whole, it's like called old school rap. It just shows how old we are because I was looking at some of them and some of them like 1999. Well, do you remember this one? It's not as old, but it came out. It, it's been a while now. 
but uh, Little Flip, and he dressed up like a leprechaun on his album cover. You remember that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He played Game Over. <laughs> game Over. Flip. Yeah. Uh, that was a good, I love that was me a good some one. Little Flip. Yeah. That, that was like 2000s when that came out, man. That was all that Dirty South stuff that came out with him and uh, and uh, Paul Wall and all them, Chameleon Air. So I wanted to get to all my listeners, to all my listeners out there, which is probably just my dad and my sister and maybe your wife. So three. We went from two to three, so my that's My wife good. quit listening, so we're down to two. Oh, damn it. We're back to two. Shit. Well, anyways, now we decided to give uh, Corey Patrick Swayze a try at Intern. So uh, we got a little, uh, what's up, Corey? How you doing? What's going on, guys? We're doing good, man. You sound serious. Uh, but before you, get too, before you get too into it, don't forget, we got to introduce him. Because normally we introduce each other, but we got to introduce him. Okay. Um, I'll go first. All right. So I like to call him Corey, Mr. Snapping Necks and Cashing Checks. A.K.A. Huckleberry Hairfin. <laughs> A.K.A. Corey Freckles Foreskin. <laughs> A.K.A. Corey Patrick Swayze. I love that one. I don't even know why we called him that. Why did we call him that for? Because <laughs> his middle name is Patrick, and then he was always doing these dances, but it kind of looked like like Patrick Swayze trying to do karate. I don't know. It was just kind of a weird deal that stuck. Wait, this whole, his middle name is Patrick? I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, dummy. You don't know his middle name is Patrick? <laughs> no, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, TC... Uh... TPCP. Yeah, no, I just thought I just thought we called him that because it was dancing. Corey Patrick <laughs> Swayze. And then I got a AKA Albino Saurus. AKA Are You My Daddy? <laughs> that's so wrong. <laughs> oh man. Uh that's all I have. You have another one? AKA trench foot. <laughs> Oh, but uh, we'll call him Corey, or or I like all y'all know him as Dirtbag. Uh, so give it up for Corey, everyone. You suck. So what's up, Corey? What's up, ever? What's up, everybody? How you feeling? I feel great, man. Good. It's awesome. You don't look. You don't look great. Yeah, the, it's the screens. I was talking about that last night. The the glare makes me look even paler than I am. So I'm trying to work on that. It looks like your camera is below you, because all I see is like a view from like below up. So I see all your big ass chins. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm going yeah. for. And you're going to see it's going to be part of it. I'm going to lose weight so you can see it every week. So you can see it in, in action. <laughs> you're not going to lose so. weight. There's no way. <laughs> you're going to gain weight. You got little kids. When you got little kids, you gain Yeah, you, you got to wait till they get older. Then you start gaining weight. You start losing the weight when they get older. Yeah. So what do you want to get into, uh, Kenny? Um, I'm going to give Corey the uh, Mavericks trivia this week so he can see if he could you always get them wrong. So I'm going to see if uh, maybe Corey can uh, uh, dirtbag and get one of these right. So who was the first Dallas Maverick to have his jersey number retired? A, Brad Davis, B, Mark Aguirre, C, Derek Harper, or D, Rolando Blackman? That's a choice between A and D. Uh, my first instinct was Rolando Blackman, so I'm going to go with that. Wrong. Wrong. Not as good as me. Wrong. Yes. Mike, I'm going to let you steal. Um, uh, wait, it was Derek Harper, Rolando Blackman, Mark Aguirre, Brad Davis. Brad Davis. Brad Davis is correct. In December Woo! of 1980, yeah. the Mavs acquired the six foot three journeyman who was playing in Anchorage for a team called the Northern Knights of the Continental Basketball Association. So he actually was in the very first draft we talked about in a previous show, and he actually stuck around for 12 years. Um, uh, so India, he ended up getting his uh, jersey 
uh, retired and uh, hung up in the uh, rafters of Reunion Arena. But he retired in April of 1992. So he had a good 12-year run with the Mavericks. Give it up for Brad Davis, everyone. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. People didn't think like Brad Davis could play. But then that guy would just, you know, he'd take your cookies. He would hit a three in your face. He was a good pass. Man, he was just a solid all-around player that looked like Chuck Norris out there in tiny shorts playing playing basketball, but he was <laughs> but he was actually pretty solid for us. Yeah, he was pretty good. He'd always make this. I remember he'd always make these crazy ass shots all over the place. It's like some weird shot and go in. But yeah, he was tough. I loved him, man. Tough, hard nosed player. That's actually when I started watching them. I didn't watch him before that. I started watching him when wasn't he on the same team with Rolando Blackman and Derek Harper and all them? Or am I wrong? Yeah, yeah. So, um, so Derek Harper got you know drafted a couple years after the uh, the inaugural 1980 season. But Derek Harper has talked about it before on the Mavericks broadcast. He's like, "Hey, man, you know, I would go home for family vacations, and then you know my uh, my family would be like, "Man, how you how you let that guy you know start over you?" And I would tell my family like, "You have no idea how tough this guy is." And how how smart he is, and how good of a player he is. He goes, just, he might not he might not look like a basketball player, but that guy can that guy can play. So Derek Harper eventually did you know take the starting spot on on the team, but he had to fight for it because Brad Davis wasn't going to give it up. And then Brad Davis ended up becoming kind of a mentor and and teaching. So Derek Harper, if you remember, he was a really tough, hard nosed player. The way he played, you know, kind of like that old school throwback type of player. So uh, he has uh, a lot of great things to say about Brad Davis. Yeah, that's when I started watching them then. When I started watching them, they were all winning, all three of those guys. So that's when I really started watching Mavs, loving them. Now I can't. I watch them every single game. Even though, is it one of the only – I can watch the Cowboys if they start losing, I'll switch it. I can watch the Rangers if they start losing, I'll switch it. I can watch any team if they start losing, I'll switch it. But the Mavs, I'll watch the whole game all the way through, even if they're getting blown out. I usually watch every single game. But doing that for years, love them. What about when you're watching gymnastics? Do you switch it or do you keep it on when your favorite male – uh, gymnastic star is doing badly. No, oh, I have that on two screens. That's always playing in the corner. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's one of those nice. sports that I just don't get. I don't. I don't get any sport where there's not a score. You know what I mean? You have to be able to keep a score. But when someone is like a judge and said, "Oh, this guy's flip was better than this this other guy's flip," I'm like, "What are you talking about? They look exactly the same. I just, there's really no difference in exactly what they did. They just did some amazing crap. I'll give it to them. But you know, how do you keep score of that? I don't like anything that's you know judge. You know, if there's if there's judging involved, I don't like it. That's why. I, when we talked about boxing previously, I think that you should have to be knocked down and that counts as a point. If you don't get knocked down, then hey, it's a tie. Nobody knocked, nobody knocked anybody down, it's a tie. Yeah, I agree with that. But don't they do that if you have, but sometimes, what they do is if you get as many punches, like if I punch you 500 times, you only punch me 200 times, but not necessarily. Yeah, but some you of those are subjective because yeah. some of those are like glancing blows. So you might hit somebody, let's say I hit you on the chin one time, hard but you hit me on the shoulder like 17 times and out of those 17 only three were kind of hard but it's still hitting you in the shoulder oh. so one guy technically hit yeah. the guy 17 times and one guy only hit the other guy one time but that one chin shot that's the one that did all the damage 17 punches to the shoulder didn't do nothing so you know what i mean it's just kind of like weird you know 17 is supposed to be more than one but that one you know it should be it should be worth like 30 points you know what i mean yeah i know what you mean it's like you hitting me 17 times and me hitting you once and you just fall in the back and get knocked out the only way that i would hit you 17 times is i would hit you once and you would fall down that would kick you 16 times and make a total of 17 <laughs> so that's the only reason that that would happen you can ask everybody, all of all our, all our friends, John Din, Alex, back me up. You know, y'all know I'm the hardest, toughest fighter. Corey, what do you think? I'm the toughest fighter. From what I've seen, uh, which is nothing, I, I really have no input on that. <laughs> well, you're you're off to a great <laughs> yeah, start, see, Corey. You don't know. <laughs> you haven't input <laughs> in anything yet. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, give me a topic that that's actually true. Like Mike's never been in a fight. So you don't know if I'm bad or good. See, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's true. But I, I would go with no because I will just look you're, at you. You're, you're you about know? to get fired. <laughs> about to get fired. <laughs> Already, already, already gonna get fired. How do you even fire an intern? I mean, basically, if you have an intern, you don't really need to fire them because they're not getting paid. You just lock the door and don't let them in the studio anymore. I mean, that's, that's all you have to do. Uh, don't send them our invite to the Zoom anymore. Uh. All right, so uh, we're gonna do uh, uh, Mooney's correction corner here. Mooney's correction corner. You are really gone. So dumb, so dumb, so dumb, so. And in Mooney's Correction Corner, we're actually going to do something a little bit different. So there's a couple of questions that we asked you last week, Dirtbag, during your interview that you answered terribly. So me and Mike are going to take a shot of asking each other those questions and see if we can do a better job than what you did. So first of all, Dirtbag, when we asked you to sell a pen or sell those dirty diesel tennis shoes that you wore for 12 years, you didn't even you didn't even sell them. You just told us how 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 much they meant to you, but you didn't really sell them to us. So, Mike, go ahead and ask me that question. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> sell me this pen, or sell me your dirty ass twelve year old diesel shoes you had. Well, I'll sell you those diesel shoes. With Halloween coming, it's the perfect costume. You know, you can dress like a zombie and have these dirty ass diesel tennis shoes that are all beat up. They already smell like something died inside of them, so that would it would enhance. <laughs> the uh the costume that you're already wearing and you know you don't find those anymore so it's almost like you'd be a throwback zombie you know a zombie that died like in the 90s and they're still around with their same dirty ass diesel tennis shoes that they died in you know in 1998 so you know i hope that you buy these diesel uh tennis shoes for your for your costume needs in uh this upcoming halloween how was that that was good. That was a great. That was great. You sold them to me. I actually might want might You're buy, buy them now. Can it, Corey? You still have those shoes by any chance? No, I, I do not. Man, that was. He put those out in the. He put those out in the sun and they disintegrated like a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mike. I'm gonna ask you, Mike. What are your weaknesses? Because we know you don't have any strengths. Well, first of all, it's a false question, false, false question, because I do have a lot of strengths. And one of my strengths is being on time and also being dedicated to my work. I, I do anything you need, anytime you need it. So on this show right now, if you needed me to go get some coffee, I'd run and go get it. If you needed me to look up some Maverick stats, I would look them up. Those to me are the strengths we need for this show. You might not think I have any because you don't really know me, but I will show you my strengths. All right, that's pretty. Uh, that's pretty good, man. So, uh, so Corey, did you uh, did you learn anything from those two uh, questions and how they should have been answered? Well, question one, I did sell the the shoes because they were going to get you through hard times, but I was not given the opportunity to fully sell that, and I was going to had a good next one question, the too. Mike. There it is, there it is. <laughs> Mike. What about, you know, yeah. what could have Corey said better on the question about strengths uh, or weaknesses? Because we don't know. We know he doesn't have any strengths. What would be a uh, what would be a strength that Corey could say about himself if uh, you were in his shoes? A strength that Corey could say about himself? Mm-hmm. So what do you think? One of the strengths is he's adopted. And he could take a punch. Adopted and take a punch. <laughs> he could take a punch. So it's two, he's adopted and he could take a punch. Yeah. So that, yeah. So he's tough all. on the inside because he suffers all the time and he's tough on the outside because he gets punched. Yeah. How many times have you gotten punched? Just twice. Twice? Twice. Yeah. <laughs> twice. In 2020, man. Me, your whole life, how many times have you been punched? I don't keep track. Oh, um, that means I a would, lot. I would say, I, I don't know, maybe 50. 
That, that means a lot. That means he got punched all the time. <laughs> all right, Mike, let's go ahead and touch the sports page. We don't want to, we don't want to, you know, go down this road again. We've already, we've already suffered. You and I suffered enough last week. I want to start with the, I want to start with the Cowboys. How about them Cowboys? Yeah! So Red Ball, Corey's uncle, is coming back. You know, Jason Garrett as the offensive coordinator of the New York Giants. And have you seen the New York Giants offense by any chance? Yeah, they're horrible. They're bad. They're last in the league. (laughs) They're last last in the league. The worst offense in the entire NFL. 13 points or something. 13.6 points a game. But if if the Cowboys don't win this game, I mean, come on. We're going to be... Well, let's not go to the Cowboys yet. Let's drag on Garrett a little bit more, please. So, they're scoring 11.8 points per game. And, you know, they lost their running back. Boo-hoo. Who cares? Everybody has has injuries. So, that guy leaves the Cowboys. And, you know, we had to suffer. And we wanted him fired for so many years. For at least seven years, we want this guy fired. He lasts 10 years. And we can't ever get over the hump. And then he goes to the New York Giants. And they're the worst offense in the entire league. Does this guy get another head coaching job ever? Do you think? I think he does. You know why? I don't know. He. Just, I think he does. And and you're right. Yeah, sh- but tell me why he you should think not that. get a job. But I think he does because he is like, he's one of those people that's just always around, and it just seems like for some reason, like owners and people like him, like Corey. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah, he's like Corey. He's basically always around. <laughs> he's redheaded. He's always around. He never shows it. You know, he never gets the job done. But he's, but, but he's a nice guy and everyone loves him. And he's, he's loyal and he, he sticks with his process. And so that's why I think he'll, he'll be he'll be around here for a long time. But I'm so glad that guy left, man. He was so bad. He would always just clap and, and spank people in the ass. And even if we turn the ball over, he'd clap and spank people in the ass. I'm like, can you yell at someone? Can you get mad once, please? And then at the end, the process, the process, the process. I mean, come on, man. Just say y'all played like shit one time. I just, I hope, I hope before he retires that one time he just says it. Just like, like in a giant, this year, we play like crap. It's all my fault. We're horrible. It was this and that. But he, he just can't admit that he's, he's at fault at anything. Sort of like Corey. How much, how much offensive yards do we get in this upcoming game? We're playing the Giants and we're the Cowboys. So I would think we should get like 570 yards. If we, get, know, if we get 570 yards, Mike, that means that it's a close game and that would be terrible for us. So I'm going to say we get around anywhere from 350 to 400 yards per game and we win comfortably by, you know, 17 to 20 points. You know, it'll be a win. If we get over 550 yards, that means that Dak is still throwing late in the fourth quarter and that it's a tight game. And if we have a tight game against these jokers, I, I might never. I'm, I might stop watching. I, I don't think I watch any more games. If we lose to the Giants, I'm gonna. I'm gonna officially tell you right now. I'm not watching another Cowboy game for the rest of the season. I mean, we gave up 49 points. To, to, I mean, we can. They were. We gave up 49 points to Cleveland Browns, and they were averaging almost nine yards a carry. And they just. I mean, we could not stop them. Oh, our offense. I mean, our defense yeah. is terrible. And there's no doubt about that. But the Giants' offense is so bad that. I mean, what do you do against them? I would just play cover, just play, just play cover two. You know what I mean? <laughs> just keep everything in front of you. Make them make plays. Cause I don't think they can make any yeah. plays, man. I don't think they can. I don't think they can sustain a 80-yard drive as long as you don't give up any big plays. Make them drive the entire field. I don't think they can do it. I think they'll mess it up. They'll they'll have penalties. 
you know, they'll they'll turn the ball over, they'll get incompletions. I just don't think there's any way that they can sustain long drives for a whole game. They're just they're they're too bad. Yeah, yeah, they are bad. But I, this is my problem. I'm in fantasy football, and Dak's my quarterback, so I need them to get like 560 yards. So. I don't Let's know go how the hell you watch games like this. I can't, I can't do it, man. It's so fun. So you're cheering for your team, but you're also cheering for the other team's uh, third wide receiver to scorch your team. It's too confusing. <laughs> I don't want to think that much. Hard. I just want to watch football and have fun. It's I don't want to think about the third receiver making sure that he gets three first downs, you know, so I can win my fantasy football game this week. I, how do you play? I, how do you live life like that? I can't understand it's it. It's on the app, dude. You just look at the app. It's not like you're watching every game. He's looking at the app. It's like, oh, he got points. Cool. Hey, man, I can win $400, bro. $400 could retire, man. Ooh, yeah, I can retire. So, Corey, who do you think is going to win the game? Well, obviously. Next topic. We're going to go ahead and go right into the NBA. And, uh, you know, we'll talk about the Lakers and the Heat. They're only about, uh, you know, like 10 hours away from, uh, from actually playing the next game. Jimmy Butler. I love him. He is one of the toughest son of guns in the entire NBA. I love it how he's taking it to LeBron. I love it how he's just putting the team on his on his shoulders. You know, we weren't watching, you know, very much of this, you know, uh, series. We talked about it previously, but I watched that entire last game because I just wanted to see what Jimmy Butler would do. Man, that guy is awesome. You know, I think that uh, he's, I think he spent everything he had left though. I don't know if they're going to be able to pull another upset and force a game seven. I think uh, whatever juice that guy had left, he was, after he did his uh, post-game interview, he could barely walk, you know, off the podium to to get back to the locker room, man. That guy, that guy left it all on the yeah, court. Yeah, but I, I do agree with that. He's a badass and he left it on the court, but so did LeBron. LeBron was, he scored like 30. He's exhausted too. I don't want to hear that because LeBron's got LeBron's got Anthony yeah. Davis. You know he's got to. You don't have to carry the load when you've got that guy on your team. Who does Hero. uh? Who does uh? Butler Hero. have? He has a bunch of good players, but he doesn't have an AD. He doesn't have Anthony Davis. So I don't want to hear that crap. Oh, LeBron left on the court. No, he didn't, man. That guy is throwing up oop. If you can just go down the lane truck somebody and then throw a uh, an alley-oop anywhere near the rim because you've got a guy like Anthony Davis who'll just go and grab it wherever it's at and dunk yeah. it on you. You know what I mean? How hard is that? That's not, yeah, but that's he not was that hard. It's not an impressive pass. Yeah, but he was pass. exhausted. You could tell he had his hands on his knees, his breathing heavy, and when they lost, he was just like shaking his head. Who? Yeah. Le LeBron Blames? Yeah. Is that who you're talking about? Man, that guy's an actor, man. That guy's just an actor. He's thirsty. He wants attention. That's all. Oh, Jimmy Butler's tired, so I better show. I better be tired too because you know that guy. That guy's doing everything he has to do to win. I better. I better. That guy's a faker, man. That guy's a fraud. I, Did you see I how he LeBron. left the bench? Like on the game when they lost the third game. Yeah, game he three, left like three minutes early. Yeah, yeah. There's a little bitch. That's a, that guy's a front running prima donna, overrated pendejo cabron. I hate that guy. What? I don't know if he's overrated. You can't say he's overrated. I mean, the guy is been in the championship like what this is 12 times well some people say that he's the best player of all time that's being overrated because i don't believe that well i mean he might be top yeah. five i'll give him that okay but he ain't the okay. best player of all time that's overrated right, if, I, okay. if you're saying that he's the best player of all time you're I'm overrating not him because player. he's not okay but when i hear someone that's overrated i'm thinking like someone that's can't play at all and you think he can and someone's always talking to him no he's great he's great he's a great player but he's not the i don't even think he's top three mike to be honest with you i don't think he's top three I think I think time passes, and then people don't don't real, real, realize. If you go back and you look at Kareem, how dominant that guy was, and how many championships he won, 
and then you look at Will Chamberlain, how dominant Will that Chamberlain guy was, and he people. won the championships. <laughs> and and then I mean, these are going back in time, you know. I mean, Michael Jordan, how dominant he was, and that wasn't even that long ago. But I, you think about it now with a lot of kids that are in their teenagers and in their twenties, they never really saw Michael Jordan play. They're only seeing YouTube yeah. videos. You know what I mean? So I think I think those are my top three right there. I would put those top three, and then LeBron would probably be four on that list, and then I'd probably put Bird at number five. I mean, I think those would be my my top five players of all time in this order: Jordan, Kareem, Wilt, LeBron, Bird, and then Bird and Magic are number five tied because I can't decide yeah. on which one of those is better. It's going to be Bird or Magic. Top five. My players. top five would be Dirk Nowitzki, Luca. Donchids, Christoph Porzingis, Popeye Jones, and Ube Blob. <laughs> I would take you serious if you could pronounce the names of any of your own players on your own team. I did, you can't I even do that. You mispronounced right. the players Corey, on your own damn team. Right. <laughs> no, you did not. You absolutely did not. Ooh, fire. All oh, right. Man, damn it. There is not a V as in Victor and Nowitzki. 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 Oh, you're right. I was saying Nowitzki. Nowitzki. <laughs> There's no whiskey no for this whiskey guy for anymore. This guy's oh, already yeah, faded. Man, are y'all faded by any chance? We've got the asset. That's a little yeah, late, pal. That's where, no, I'm faded. <laughs> I've been drinking since last night. I had some mimosas for uh, for breakfast, and I had a Bloody Mary. So yeah, I'm a little I'm a little faded today. We 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 had a we had a late late night last night. So I got home and I was exhausted. I hit the bed. I crashed out. I woke up this morning and I was feeling refreshed. So I made myself a nice, beautiful mimosa. I do you like, like mimosas, Mike? They're delicious. I like the poinsettias. You ever had a poinsettia before? No, I've never had that. It's a champagne with a cranberry juice. It's oh, delicious too. I just had me a white claw this it morning. Is, a dude. couple white claws. Oh god, that's another nickname for that's another nickname for dirt man, White claw <laughs> or white wolf. Remember the white wolf? <laughs> yeah, the white wolf. <laughs> white wolf was this nasty ass vodka that we drank. I don't know. Corey brought it for your New Year's Eve party or something. They check this out, and it was yeah, yeah. Everybody brings something like really expensive. You know, Johnny Walker Blue. You know, somebody else brought gentleman you know, Jack. Uh, uh, some real expensive uh, vodka, Grey Goose. Somebody else brought Patron. This fool brings. Dude, it's not even glass. It was in a plastic jug, white wolf vodka. That's what Dirtbag brought to the party can, that can, night. Can I wait till next week for, for the correction on that, or can I speak now? You can speak now. <laughs> that that, that speak is incorrect. Now. I did not bring white wolf. Who brought it? I yes, did not did. bring white wolf. Who brought it then? I got a picture. My, it was my, the white wolf then? It was, me? I was, me? Me? Not, was white he wolf. always brought a half a half drink bottle at any would, party no. he ever goes to. It's always open, chips left over. Like here, I bought a quarter of a bag of chips. <laughs> I to will bring do to that, but I did not bring white wolf. I promise the guy. <laughs> yes, you. But okay. hey, hey. No, you, you, you brought the white wolf because you thought that if we were going to like, all right, Corey, good job. But everybody just clowned you the whole time. Well, it, was I a cheap, that. it was a cheap vodka that Mike's always looking for a deal. Like, ooh, this is cool. It's a yeah, cool name. Yeah, right. Uh, back then, now I was, bring, I was with my wife then, so I was bringing some expensive stuff because she wouldn't let me bring that cheap stuff. And then not only that is it actually, I would admit that you brought it because it was the life of the party. Remember, we we're going, oh the whole night <laughs> yeah, everybody kept taking everybody kept taking yeah. shots of other stuff and they would go hey Corey drink Ooh. your white wolf oh. <laughs> it's funny I look back at some pictures and I see all the pictures of all of us holding the white wolf like in every picture like we're holding the white wolf so it was it was a popular it was a popular drink I did, I did drink it but I can't take the credit for bringing yeah, it right that's <laughs> All right, well, I, I hate to break this up, but we got to take a, a quick uh, break for a promo. We'll be back in 30 seconds. 
Hey, One Leg Faders, this is your boy Toronto, and today I want to talk to you about WGW Media. Have you ever been to a wedding or a party where the DJ was playing all the wrong music and no one was dancing? With WGW Media's DJ and MC services, you don't got to worry about all that. With over 15 years in the game, WGW Media can do bar mitzvahs, weddings, quinceañeras, divorce parties, or whatever event you want to celebrate. WGW Media provides a professional MC and an outstanding DJ to get the party hopping, and they guarantee to get your guests off their chairs and onto the dance floor. Do you like Top 40, reggaeton, country, 90s hip-hop, salsa, or a mix of everything? Well, WGW can make it happen. Please go to WGW gwmedia.com for a free quote or call 469-554-8606 today all right we're back so now it's time for dirtbag chronicles it's the dirtbag chronicles and now with uh the host of dirtbag chronicles your uh, your boy moonypedia with the assistance of the namesake of the segment, Dirtbag himself. All right, Mooney, go ahead and take it. All right, we're going to do a double Dirtbag Chronicle here. This is is the story that has to do with our boy Kenny, Kennard, Ken Diesel, um, Obi, Ken Kenobi over here. So um, Kenny likes to drink, of course. Uh, and you know, <laughs> like to drink. I mean, and so we're back in the day, me and Corey and Ken lived together and we'd drink and we'd always go out on, I believe it was Wednesday night. Is that right, Corey? What day, what day would we always go to Sherlock's? That was Wednesday. Well, yeah, every yeah. day, but Wednesday was the no, big night. It pretty much was every day, but Wednesday was a big night because I think it was dollar drafts or whatever. And so that night we got really drank you know, had a good time, whatever. And we got back home, <laughs> Corey, and we used to go to Jack in the Box and always get two Jumbo Jacks and uh, and tacos all the time. But this boy, uh, Ken, was too faded, so we had to just go straight home. So we get him home, we get him to his bed, whatever, and me and, me and uh, Corey start making sandwiches in the living room. And then out of nowhere, this guy comes out of the room with <laughs> With, his, with those tight-ass uh, thong underwear that we talked about he was wearing. No, no, he he, he had jeans on because that's important for the next part of the story. He was just no shirt, no shirt. Oh, oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, he had jeans on, and, 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 and he walked in into the room, and he just started screaming, make me a fucking sandwich. <laughs> and we're like, what? And we're like, no. He's like, make me a fucking sandwich right now. And then that's right, because then he took off his belt. He that's takes right. Off his for, belt. Yeah. He takes off his belt and starts whipping, like almost whipping us. Like he was about, what, six feet? So our apartment we lived in, it, it, the, the kitchen was one of those kitchens you had to walk like six feet into about, and you were sort of trapped in there. And it had a little bar on the right side and had the cabinets and stove on the left and the refrigerator. So when you walked in the kitchen to get to go to the refrigerator, it, you were trapped in our apartment. I mean, if someone's standing there, which Kenny was, you were trapped. You couldn't get out. There's no way to get out. So he's way at the end of the of the kitchen, like six feet from us. We're like, make your own sandwich. And he's like, fuck you. He takes off his belt and he just starts whipping. Cheese, well, cheese. Not that that did partially correct. But okay. what happened was you made him you made him the sandwich. You did the ham, the cheese, I think mayonnaise or whatever, and then you handed it to him. And he just looks at you with like, you know, when he gets really drunk, he has one eye closed and he can just like trying to focus. <laughs> yeah. One eye open, and then, one eye then he kind of looked at it, he looked at it, <laughs> then he looked back at you. And then so this ain't no damn sandwich. 
There ain't no goddamn tomatoes on this sandwich. He put it on the table, takes off his belt, make me a sandwich with tomatoes. And you go over there, you get the tomato and start cutting it, and he's whipping you while you're cutting the tomato to put it on the sandwich. Oh, I remember that. He kept whipping the ground and whipping the leg. That is right. And I thought, and, and you know what's ironic about this, as you heard in the other podcast, he doesn't even like, didn't even like tomatoes. He just started eating them right now. But he wanted those damn tomatoes. He started whipping me. And it took me at least, I don't know, a good five almost 10 minutes to make the sandwich it should only take like two minutes because all it was is bread mayonnaise cheese tomatoes and, and ham but it took me so long because he was whipping me the whole time so i had to like back up and get whipped in the arm put some mayonnaise on back up he's like hurry up with this goddamn sandwich i don't even think he ate it <laughs> i have i have zero memory of this i i have i have no recollection of this story at all you guys could be making it up right now and i wouldn't even i wouldn't even know i have no memory of this at all are, are you gonna tell the second part of that story what happened after everybody fell asleep oh, yeah yeah i am so, yeah. okay so he didn't even eat the sandwich he's like man he's literally talking like maybe a fucking sandwich fucking and then after he got so mad and then i made him the sandwich and <laughs> So he took one bite and he threw it in the fucking sink. And then he goes, oh, blah, 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 starts mumbling and stumbles to his room and goes to bed. So me and Corey stay up for about another hour, eat, hang out, whatever. And I go to sleep in my room, which was actually like a little studio room with like curtains. So because it's a one bedroom apartment. <laughs> so we lived in a one bedroom apartment. I had a little studio room with curtains and Corey slept on the couch, a futon. <laughs> God, it was horrible. I think about that. It actually wasn't the couch. It was a couch. It was a futon where the dining room table should be so we had a couch but I, I didn't sleep there i slept in where the dining room table would be in the corner oh man it's horrible well anyways i'm sitting there asleep and then all of a sudden i wake up to like the sound like shit a guy going oh, fuck it she got that fucking shit fuck this shit just cussing i'm like what the fuck and i open i open my eyes and kenny just has his hand right by my right by my my bed he has his hand on the wall you know when you're pissing and you're tired or drunk you put your hand on the wall he has his hand on my wall just pissing on the ground right beside me right beside my bed like two feet from my head and all i hear him is going god damn fucking shit fucking bitch bro. i don't give a fuck out this shit because i'm like kenny kenny like oh, fuck it <laughs> I'm like, Kenny. Again, I have no memory of this at that all. Was, that was deliberate, though, because you your your room was in the back of the apartment, and the bathroom was right off of that. So you had to get up to take a piss, decide, you know what? Mike didn't make my sandwich right, so I'm gonna go piss on him. So you had to go all the way to the other side of the apartment to do that. I don't think that I don't think that's correct. Because I woke up on the couch that next morning. I never went to my bed. I fell asleep on the couch. So what I think happened. And again, I have no memory of this, but what I think happened was I got up from the couch thinking I was getting up from my bed and I went to the path of where the bathroom would have been if I would have got out of my bed. But since I wasn't coming from my bed, I was coming from the couch. That's where the direction that it took me. And that's where <laughs> that's where I ended up pissing. I thought yeah. I was at the toilet. Oh, well, that makes yeah. sense. And then he's just like, I'm like, Kenny, fucking, you're pissing. He's like, oh, fuck it. Yeah, fucking shut the fuck up, goddammit. And then he just stumbled back to his room. And I had to sleep on the floor or something. And... The next day, I told him, I don't even know, did you clean it? I don't even remember if you cleaned it or not. You probably didn't. I have no I have no memory of any of that. <laughs> I think I had to clean the damn piss all over the floor. It stunk. Oh, man, it was horrible. But yeah, so don't drink dollar drinks uh, all night long and hang out with this boy because he might get too faded and piss on your head. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, sorry about that, man. I really have no, I really have no memory of that. That's one of the only times in my life that I can actually say that I blacked out from drinking. I have, I have zero recollection of anything that happened that night. <laughs> oh, well, I have some more stories I think from you that 
I'm going to have to bring some more up because I'm sure there's a couple that you still don't remember. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I don't doubt it. All right. Now it's time for uh, top three, bottom three. Now it's time for top three, bottom three. <laughs> and in today's top three, bottom three, we're going to do flags of the world. So, uh, Mike, I'm going to go ahead and uh, let you go first. You've got top three flags of the world. All right. Top three flags. So I was looking these up, the pictures and everything. But before I even looked at them up, I'm going to go number three. I already had in my head. I'm going to go with the Mexico flag. Yeah, because that's my heritage. And the emblem shows the eagle devouring a serpent. Now that's fucking gangster, if anything, right there. So I saw that. I didn't even know that about my flag until I looked at it. I was like, what? There's Why do you not know that about your own flag? <laughs> no, man, I'm grew up in United States. You never States. looked at it before? No, I just saw the green, green, white, and red what? and looked at saw an eagle, but I never looked close to it. So now I know. How do you go your whole life being Mexican American and not seeing the stupid bird and the serpent, which is not stupid, it actually looks pretty pretty cool but i don't like the yeah. uh, i don't like the green and red combo that's always drove me crazy but the actual you know eagle devouring a, a serpent is pretty cool yeah and then those three colors of the flag uh which i knew this the green represents hope the white stands for purity and the red symbolizes the color of blood that's not true so the red is blood the white is cocaine and the uh, green <laughs> is marijuana everybody knows that <laughs> So the blood part for the red is gangster. So the whole just flag is just straight up gangster. So that's probably why there's so many drug cartels down there in uh, Mexico. All right, what's your next one? All right, my number two, and the only reason I picked this one is I just saw the pit, saw it. It's the flag of Wales. Have you ever seen the flag of Wales? Does it have like a sperm whale on it or what is it? No, no, it's a, it's a, it's a motherfucking dragon, a red dragon. It's a green flag with a badass red dragon on it. That's all. I thought like Game of Thrones. Yeah, so I looked at that. I was like, man, that's badass. Look at that. That's tough. So I picked that as my number two. So uh, you got to check it out. Have you ever seen it? It's pretty cool looking. I wish I had. I wish we had a producer that could pull it up for us and we could see it. Yeah. Okay, too late. I mean, goodness <laughs> gracious. Like it's inter- <laughs> we did one, one job. We asked you for one thing. You can't even get it. He just, he just, he just looked at us. We yeah, we, he just looked at us. Zoom. He just looked at us. I'm like, what you should have done is gone to a browser and pulled it up. Yeah. Oh, my God. And it said, it looks like this. I see it. And then my number one is not really, it, it, it's not really going to be right, but I don't give a, I don't give a fuck. It's a goddamn Texas flag. That's not a country, man. I know it's, it's a not state. a country. I know, I know it's not, but we're, we're from Texas. And if you ask anybody, we're the biggest, we're the baddest, and we should have our own country, motherfuckers. We have the biggest trucks, guns, meat. Come try to take you our land. Any, I dare you, you don't have any bitches. guns, and you don't have a truck. I don't know what you're, what, what you're talking about. I have a Rod 4 hybrid. Oh, oh yeah, that's that yeah, says Texas yeah. like a Toyota Rav Four. <laughs> I got a lot of meat. So Texas flag, man, Texas. All right, that was going to be a country uh, one. That list was okay. I'm going to go ahead and do the bottom three right now. So uh, number three on my list would be the Japanese flag. Whoever created this flag just didn't even try. They must have been busy doing like other things. You know, maybe they had like three jobs. Or maybe they, you know, maybe they were a <laughs> farmer and somebody said, hey, can you make a flag? So they just took a, a white piece of canvas and put a red dot on it. I mean, what kind of worthless flag is that? You put no no effort into it at all. But if you go to the Wikipedia page, oh, you know, the it, it's the sun god and, you know, the emperor came from the sun. Whatever, man. That's somebody just kind of just, just mailed it in and put a red dot on a white cloth. So number three, Japan, uh, you guys didn't even try, man. That, wor- worthless flag. 
All right, number two. Hold on. Oh yeah, that is worthless. I just saw it. That is worthless. That's no effort. No oh effort. God. All right, number two. Uh, Mozambique, that is a uh, African country. It's on the uh, southeast side of Africa. And uh, it must be a newer, well, I mean, it has to be. It has to be a newer flag because on the flag itself, it has an AK-47 and a shovel. That's on, <laughs> if you have an AK-47 and a shovel on your flag, I mean, what are you trying to say? If you come here, you, you're dead? Oh. I mean, that's pretty much what it's saying, don't you think? Yeah, I just, I just pulled it up right now. Yeah, it's an AK-47, a flag, and a book, like a Bible underneath the, both of those I two. don't know. It looks like a shovel to me. I can't tell what the hell it is. It actually looks like a pooper scooper for the dog <laughs> like like I have for mine. It's not really like a shovel. It does look like that. And the AK-47 has a knife at the end of it, too. Yeah. Yeah, so not a not a good uh, not a good inviting way to have people visit your country. I don't think tourism is is big in uh, Mozambique. So, way. so this is interesting. This is interesting. Real quick, I just read this. One of the only two national flags that features a firearm. So there's another flag that features a firearm. It's, Guata, it's oh, Guatemala. God. <laughs> All right, so we need a producer that can look that up for us. Yeah, you're not doing your job. I mean, goodness. Too late. <laughs> Too late. All right. Next so one. number one is Uganda. So first of all, I don't like the colors. Black and yellow reminds me of the uh, of the Pittsburgh Steelers, and then when you add red to it, it just looks the the color scheme is just a mess. Black, red, yellow. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Oh, and yeah. then in the middle, instead of having like a <laughs> regal bird, like the Mexican flag, like a like a big eagle, they have like a crane. But yeah. it's a crane with these weird colors and like wearing a hat. So it looked like somebody was just tripping balls and created a uh, and created a bird on their on their stupid flag. So man, whoever was in charge of that, terrible job. You're a, you're a, you're an embarrassment to your country of Uganda. It looks like someone. It looks like a little child drew it too. It looks like a little clip art you get on like yeah, on your computer. That, that's actually a, a gray crowned crane, and it was a military badge for the Ugandan people under the British rule. So it's pretty. Yeah, important nothing's more to them. intimidating than a crane. <laughs> yeah, crane. Crane. Oh, man, that is not, that is not, that doesn't look tough or anything. It looks it looks like literally like a kid drew it. A 12-year-old kid, a seven-year-old kid, maybe. All right, guys. Well, that's oh, our uh, top three, bottom three for this week. Uh, Corey, out of a scale of one to ten, your performance today was a one. So you better step it up for next week, or we're gonna have to kick you. We're gonna have to fire an intern, which is uh, yeah. which is something that you should never do. The intern should be, you know, anticipating your needs. Jump, you know, Johnny on the spot. You were not Johnny on the spot. All these things we ask you to look up. I'm looking at my screen. I still don't see anything pulled up here. Do you see anything, Mike? No, I don't see anything. He threw in a little bit at the very end, the very last segment. He threw in that yeah. little bit about a crane. He's like one of those boxers that in a fight, you know, in a round, he knows he's getting beat real bad. So in the last 10 seconds, he throws like 15 punches. <laughs> so it looks like he kind of won the fight, you know, to steal a round. Yeah. So good, good job. You, you stole the round. I think he's going to have to step it up a little All right. bit. All right, man. Well, y'all stay faded, everybody. All right. Stay faded. Take care. Later. Peace. Peace.